Welcome to The Code, your guide to health and human performance. I'm your host, Dr. Andrew Fix from Physio Room, a performance-based rehab facility here in Denver. On this podcast, we're going to explore the key areas of your life that impact your overall health and wellness, from sleep hygiene and stress management to nutrition, movement, relationships, and more. We bring you conversations with industry experts and top performers to share strategies they have for cracking the code on health and human performance. Now let's get to today's show. What's going on, guys? Dr. Andrew Fix back for another episode on the code. Like I say every time, I appreciate you guys tuning in to listen to this. And um, hopefully you get some value out of this. I mean, honestly, if you're not, please contact me. I'll make sure to get some different content on here. Make sure you guys are enjoying these episodes. But I think the one we're going to talk about today is probably something that everybody has dealt with at some point in time, right? We're going to basically talk about when you have something that's bothering you physically, but you want to exercise, you want to push yourself, you want to be able to do things. You know, how do you handle that scenario? What do you do about it? And this this comes only a couple of days after you know I had an example of this for myself. So, um, let me basically paint the scenario here for you guys. I was in the gym on Monday. Right now it's Saturday, so this was a couple of days ago. And uh, it's squat day in the gym. We're going to be doing squats. We're going to be doing lunges, very lower dom, uh, lower body, anterior side of the chain, dominant. And, um, you know, I went on a bike ride the day before, uh, Saturday, actually. I went on a bike ride. So this was Monday. And, man, my knee was just really bugging me. So I got a different bike. I haven't had a bike fit yet to have it finely tuned, set up properly for my body. I'm going to schedule one of those with our provider, Dr. Tim in, uh, in our office here at physio room, but, um, but haven't gotten it on the schedule yet. So I was just kind of fine tuning the, I was stopping every several minutes, slightly adjusting the bike seat and whatnot. Didn't have any pain at all while I was riding, but then Monday I wake up and my knee is bugging me the front of my left knee. And, you know, I just sort of decided, well, shoot, this sucks. I want to be able to work out today. My knees bother, bothering me. What am I going to do about this? Like, how am I going to handle this scenario? What would I tell a client to do? So as I basically decided, you know, I'm working with a couple of clients, I'm feeling things out, how my knee feels. Here's what I decided to do. And this is generally what I recommend to clients. So the next time that you have something bothering you, this could be a way that you decide to handle that situation. I opted to modify the activity that I was doing rather than avoid it altogether. Or, you know, what I like to call adapt, don't avoid. So I adapted my workout just slightly rather than avoiding it altogether. But I could put a couple, um, you know, preventative measures in place. So again, we were doing squats. We were doing Bulgarian split squats. We were doing, I think, a, um, a lunge series, some farmer's carries or suitcase carries actually holding the weight on one side of your body while you walk, trying not to let that tilt you one way or the other. So here's what I did. I adapted and I decided to squat just a little bit less weight than I would have normally. As I was going through the warm-up of the workout program or workout class that we were doing, I decided to wrap my knee with a black voodoo floss band um, if you have not ever used Voodoo Floss Band, I love this stuff. It really helps with those just a little bit irritated joints. You remember, pain in your body is 
pain's a request for change. Pain's an indication that, hey, something probably needs to get adjusted here or changed. Pain does not always mean that there's significant tissue trauma that's taken place. It's a request for change, right? Like if you sit for too long and you have pressure on one part of your leg, well, you haven't necessarily caused tissue trauma, but that might become a little bit painful and a little uncomfortable. And it cues your body to, you know, hey, I need to change positions. I need to adjust here. It's not always an indicator that something significant has happened. So anyways, I wrapped my knee with this voodoo floss band while I was going through my workout or through my warm up. excuse me. I'm doing a couple movements, you know, things like Spider-Man lunges, Cossack squats, um, some ankle mobility drills. I did a couple body weight squats with that voodoo floss band. And just to kind of flush my knee out a little bit, popped it off, get that rebound effect of blood flow. I decided to do some ankle joint mobilizations with a pull-up assist band anchored to the squat rig. And um, because I have a little bit of stiffness in my right ankle, even though this is my left knee, I mobilized both ankles just to help with my squatting, make sure I wasn't putting any additional pressure on my knee. And then as I got into the workout, that's when I decided, okay, physically, I could probably go a bit heavier. However, I don't need to push this right now, right? I'm not sure why my knee's hurting. Let me just make sure I don't make anything worse but I still want to get my workout in. So I asked the coach who was coaching the class, Hey, Justin, my knee's bothering me. Can you just, I know you're taking, you know, you're taking care of other people in the class too. Just keep an eye on me and let me know if you see me favoring anything or you see me limping while I'm walking. You see me moving, you know, abnormally looking like my knee hurts. I want you to let me know because I want to make sure that I'm not favoring it. I'm not compensating because of this discomfort in my knee. And it wasn't, you know, like, it's not like a 10 out of 10 pain we're talking about here. I'm talking about, you know, it's like a three out of 10. It's just kind of there. I feel it, but I can still do things. So I just sort of asked him, Hey, if you see me compensating, please let me know so that, you know, I might not be able to see those things in my own body. What's going on code listeners, Dr. Andrew fix here. And I want to tell you about our friends at element. Element makes a tasty electrolyte drink with everything that you need and nothing that you don't. That means the science-backed electrolyte ratio of sodium, potassium, and magnesium, and none of the junk. No sugar, no coloring, no artificial ingredients, no gluten, no fillers, no BS. And that's why I use it. I've been taking Element for two years now, and I absolutely love the stuff, and I wouldn't want to exercise without it. For all of you code listeners and friends of Physio Room, Elements offered a special to you guys, and I want you to take advantage of it. Go ahead and visit drinkelement.com slash physioroom. That's drinklmnt.com slash physioroom to receive that special offer. You're going to get a free variety pack with any purchase that you place, and I can't wait to hear what you guys think about it. Thanks so much. In addition to deciding not to go quite as heavy on the squats, I also decided to do what we call box squats. So I put a bench behind me, squatted down nice and slow and controlled to the depth of the bench, paused, stood back up. So what this basically did was it made my squat nice and slow and purposeful. And I did not go down quite as deep as I normally would. I also decided with the barbell, rather than having it up top on the top of my traps, right below my neck, not on the neck bone, right on top of the trap muscles, um, and doing what we call a high bar squat that I was going to do what's called a low bar squat. Um, so basically the bar is just a little bit further down my back towards the tops of my shoulder blades. And 
it causes me to hinge a little bit more at the hips and tilt my trunk angle forward just a little bit. If you can imagine that, what that causes is it turns your squat into be a little bit more hip dominant compared to knee dominant. So I was just utilizing the front of my knee just a little bit less in that squat than I would be if I had the bar right up on top of my traps and on top of my shoulders. So, okay, I modified the squat just a little bit. I decided to not go as heavy. I went a little bit less heavy with the dumbbell loaded Bulgarian split squats where my um, foot back leg is up on the top of the bench, the top of my foot where the laces are. I actually did not have shoes on. I was doing this barefoot. Um, so the top of my foot was on the bench. And then we get into this like circuit portion of our workout. There's lunges, there's some kettlebell swings. So I just made sure I did not go too fast during the lunges. So I didn't smack my knee down on the floor. Again, I didn't go quite as heavy on the lunges as I probably would have anyways, if my knee wasn't bothering me. And interestingly enough, I think the movement that actually bothered my knee the most of anything was actually the suitcase carries where I was holding the weight on one side of my body, walking down across the gym, switched hands, turn around, come back. And, um, just that little bit of uneven, you know, balance and control in my body, that uneven pull, uh, caused just a little bit of discomfort in my knee. So long story short, we get through the workout. I don't think my knee bothered me more as we went. It just kind of stayed the same the whole time. And then we got done and I decided to uh, foam roll my quad, got all different angles of my thigh, my glutes. And, um, and then I did what's called a couch stretch. So that's where, you know, I stretch my quad, I stretch my hip. Um, we have a, we'll, we'll link this in the show notes. I have a video doing the couch stretch. If that's not something you've heard of before, it's a very common, um, you know, stretch or position that's given to people in our office that are like cyclists, runners, people that have really a lot of stiffness in the front of their hip and especially in their quad, because it really gets a good stretch on the quad. And so many people are quad dominant. Those, you know, those cyclists, those runners, people that sit at a desk all day, like I'm doing right now recording this podcast. But, um, but yeah, when I foam rolled my quad, which I did not do after that bike ride, I had the Saturday before this, this Monday workout, you know, man, was it sore? Oh my gosh. I found some spots in my quad that, I mean, I was, I always give the cue and other providers in our office do too. always give the cue of don't put so much pressure on a point that you can't continue to breathe so that your body can actually desensitize and feel that pressure as a non-threatening stimulus, right? So, I mean, that was hard to do though. These spots in my quad were so sore, especially, you know, towards the lower inside of my, my left quad was probably the most sore. So then while I have that pressure on there with the foam roller, I'm kind of doing some contract relax where I'm squeezing the quad muscle for a few seconds, relaxing the quad muscle, squeeze, relax, repeat that a few times. And then I did what's called um, flossing. So basically I was bending and straightening my knee while I maintained the pressure with the foam roller on that spot to really like work out those tight aggravated spots. So then after I did the, the mobilization on the quad, then I worked through the adductors, the muscles on the inside of my thigh, going through that same kind of routine, a little bit of contract, relax, a little bit of flossing. Then I worked up to the glutes and the hips, and then I jumped into that couch stretch. So then basically, you know, what would I pay attention to or what would I tell a client 
to pay attention to in this scenario. You have pain. We've decided to adapt or to modify your activity rather than avoid it altogether. Because very rarely when someone has pain in our office, do we actually tell them to avoid certain activities? What we're usually doing is trying to get them to modify things, trying to get them to adapt things just to change the stress, but continue to train. And the only times that we you know, will actually tell someone, hey, I think we need to have you hold out of this activity is when we think there's a more uh, serious scenario going on. Take, for example, someone who's running and is having shin pain, and we don't really think it's shin splints. We kind of have a suspicion that it could be a stress fracture. Well, if we really think it's a stress fracture and we've asked the right questions and things just aren't making sense uh, muscularly, then you know, until we rule that stress fracture out with some sort of imaging, probably an MRI, then that would be a scenario where we say, hey, I think we need to have you withhold from running. Let's get you on the bike. And I mean, sometimes we even don't, don't do that because even, even cycling is a little bit of weight bearing. And if there is a stress fracture, we usually need to either get you on crutches or in a boot. So, um, you know, we usually just try to minimize the, the impact and then, um, and then handle it accordingly based on what we find based on what that image shows. But in this scenario, you know, based on how my knee was feeling, I didn't think anything serious like that was going on. I think I just had a little irritation on the front of my knee, right below my kneecap, right where that patellar tendon is. Could have been a fat pad. Um, I did a couple yoga classes over that weekend too, where that bike ride was. And I was kneeling a few times in that, uh, those classes. So, you know, could have irritated that fat pad below my kneecap. Could have had a little bit of extra stress from having the bike not quietly fine-tuned fit-wise to my body since it's since it's new to me. And then, um, you know, I wound up with a little bit of knee pain. So since I decided to modify the workout, you know, like what types of things was I going to pay attention to during and after that workout? Well, one, like I said, I don't think the pain got worse while we were going through the workout. Of course, there's a little bit of adrenaline going and stuff. When you're working out with other people, but um, had the pain been getting worse as I continued to move, I would have modified things even more. I would have probably discontinued doing very like knee dominant activities, and I would have shifted to things more like hinge work, posterior chain, glutes, things like bridges, kettlebell swings, deadlift variations. Um, but that but that wasn't the case, so I opted not to do that. I opted to continue the workout. And then monitor it for the next 24 to 48 hours, right? And this is what we would ask clients to do. Okay, we're going to have you train. But after we get through that training period, over the next 24 to 48 hours, monitor your body and like, how are you feeling? Are you a little bit sore? And then maybe right after your workout, it increases a little bit. But then as the next day or two passes, that gradually improves and goes away. Or from doing that training session, do you continue to feel worse? And 24 hours later, are you more sore or something more irritated? Well, that's good information for us to know because maybe we pushed the envelope just a little bit too much. Whereas if the pain doesn't continue to do uh, get worse and increase, then hey, maybe we're on the right track. Maybe this is something we can keep training through without irritating you further. And then that helps us understand how to handle it. But that that sort of feedback and that awareness from from myself, you know, knowing that or from the client uh, when we're working with someone in the office is so important because nobody knows how you're feeling and how your body is responding better than you do. 
you know, we went to school for a lot of years, but that doesn't mean that we know your body better than you do. Nobody. And, you know, no physician, like nobody knows your body better than you because you live it, you move it, you spend time with it every day. So you're the expert in your body. And, um, you know, we're the experts in a lot of bodies, right? Like we're the experts in general of the human body and biomechanics and how things move. But you know how you feel. And everyone's got a different pain tolerance and a different threshold for what they can handle and what they can't. So, but I just wanted to hop on here on this episode and pretty much like, you know, paint that scenario for you of if you have something bothering you, there's different ways to handle it, right? There's a time and a place when you wake up and things just aren't feeling right for you to bag your planned workout for the day, do something else. Like maybe instead of going for a run or doing a lifting session, you decide I'm just going to go for a walk today to something's just not feeling right. Or I'm going to make today an active recovery day because things just aren't feeling the way I think they should for this training session that I have planned. However, the situation that I had that Monday you know, I wanted to train, I was feeling good, minus this little bit of left knee pain. So I just sort of decided, well, I'm going to modify things. And I'm going to pay attention while I do, I'm going to ask another qualified individual, the trainer who was coaching the class, hey, can you just keep an eye on me? And let me know if you see me moving abnormally, and you see me favoring this knee, because I don't want to do that, because then I put undue stress on other areas of the body. And then you make it more likely that something else is going to hurt. And that's, that's not the plan, right? We don't want you to push through things in training if you are compensating significantly. Now, in a game scenario where there's like, you know, a lot riding on a situation, all of this stuff is uh, subject to change, right? But in the, this training session, in this unique scenario that I had, this is what I decided to do. But I didn't do it without paying attention to, you know, to how I was feeling, to how I felt afterwards, to warming up thoroughly, cooling down thoroughly, doing the mobility and recovery things that I know are necessary to try and get that feeling better. I had actually talked to the to the trainer in that class about, you know, hey, maybe I will dry needle my quad or have one of the other providers on our team dry needle my quad to try and get some of that tightness out because when I foam rolled it and how much it was hurting, I thought there was a good chance that maybe some of this anterior knee pain was maybe coming from my from my quad muscle from the front of my thigh. So if you ever have a scenario where, you know, something's bothering you, but you want to continue to train through it and you're just not sure and you have questions, please feel free to reach out to us. You know, you could use my email, andrew at physioroomco.com. You could, uh, you know, reach out to us via phone. You could find us online, book an appointment, any of that stuff, right? Um, our just general office email, info at physioroomco.com. But like, we're always willing to be a resource for you guys. I'm always willing to, you know, try to use this, uh, this platform, the code to blast out more information, you know, other scenarios, just like this one that might help you guys navigate the situations that you're going to come up with in your life. Like things are going to happen. We're going to have to adapt and not avoid situations all the time, right? Whether that's a difficult conversation, whether that's pain, whether that's, you know, I was planning to have certain things for dinner and then I got home and realized, well, shoot, I didn't have that in the fridge. I need to go grocery shopping. Well, we're going to adapt, not avoid. You're going to make something else. You're not going to probably decide not to eat that night. 
you could, but probably not. All right. So thanks again for you guys tuning in to this episode on modifying things when you're hurt and learning how to adapt, not avoid on the code. We'll talk to you guys next time. Have a great day.